for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings are we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. Here, between you, me, the tree, the rock, everywhere. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to episode 359 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Hulse Burkhart. I almost forget my name. And I'm your host, Will Witten. I didn't forget your name. Buddy, buddy, buddy. We got something to fuck. <laughs> I, was, I think you were going to say we got something to talk about. You're but right. Clearly you got something to cough about. Let's give them something to cough about. Um, yeah, we got something to talk about this, but we, buddy, we got a brand new Andor trailer, and that shit looks incredible. <laughs> I'm very, very excited. I'm excited to see it. I've spent my. It's been a busy day, yeah. and I have. Uh, it just kind of slowed down for me, and I'm excited to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. I um. Yeah, that's so that's cool. We're going to get Will's like real time fucking uh reaction. We should we should call the dudes from the Sith list and see how we we take like a real good thumbnail, like a real good YouTube reaction thumbnail. They're like the masters of that shit. Um so that's what we're going to be talking about. Talking about the Andor mm -hmm. trailer. We're going to be hearing from you guys. Rough day. Rough day for your old pal Halls. We'll see how long it goes. Always, I'm always like, hey, this one might be a little shorter. And then it just ends up being as long as they always are. So I ain't going to say that shit and make myself look like a fool. Look yeah, like right. a gosh darn fool, dagnabbit. All right. Uh, so, hey, listen. You guys should follow us on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Blue Harvest Pod. If you really enjoy the show, you should check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. You get bonus shows, lots of them. We got a, a a new Hulse solo that's up there. Will cooking with Will Will Witten, Chef Will. He's got I'm, a. I'm, I'm cooking one up right he's now. Cooking it's in the one. Oven. It's fucking in the oven. That's coming real soon. Me and Johnny, we're recording one uh, sometime soon as well. So guess what? Lots of stuff coming your way at Patreon.com/slash Blue Harvest Podcast, uh, and a big shout out. To all our patrons, you guys are the best, especially our newest one. Don't you don't you think I didn't see you sign up for that Patreon? 
Hey, um, hey. Hey, hey. So, <clears throat> before we get into, buddy, I, look, I've, I have a confession to make. Something about myself that I know that, that like, I'll kill a fucking bit, right? Like, I will, mm-hmm. I will hammer a meme until it's a dead meme. I'll hammer it into the ground. And, you know, our little quote-unquote feud with the bad motivators that started with Luke Cruiser's incestuous dick tattoo story. Um, mm-hmm. You know, all bits, all funs and games. Eric Struthers mm-hmm. deep fakes me. He texts me before, right? And he's like, hey, is it cool if I do this? I just want to make sure. I was like, fuck yeah, that got a legitimate laugh at me and out of me. And, yeah. and then I get to spin it further, but it's crossed a line. And I don't Uh-oh. like to be that dude, right? I don't like to be the dude who uh, gets his fucking, you know, his, his feathers ruffled by a bit. But. Eric Struthers straight up lied on my name this week. Uh oh. He said that I took a doo doo feces on his front step. <sighs> and like you gave him the old herd. Like why? What? What about me? Screams the kind of dude who would wake up early on a Thursday that he has off. Stop at Bojangles and eat three Cajun spicy, spicy Cajun biscuits and get a coffee from Dunkin'. So my battle station is fully operational by the time mm-hmm. I drive 506 exact miles to Eric Struthers' first doorstep, right? Get my wheelchair out of the car. Go up to the palatial Struthers uh, estate. Drop trout and leave a Cleveland steamer right on his doorstep. Why? Like, What makes anybody think I would even have that idea, right? You know, you'd think he would have you on the ring camera if that was. He the, said he did. That was the legit. He said he did. Oh, really? Yeah. He said he had. All, he said not only the ring camera, but he said he had a full view of my brown eye on the ring camera. And how? Oh I, my goodness. How is? How am I supposed to position myself that way? I was about to say. Eye to he eye hasn't with the spent ring time camera? around you in a while. Yeah. That he thinks he can see in your brown eye. And and then, well, he if he did, he would have commented on the fact that I've got the Godsmack logo tattooed around my butthole. He didn't even bring that up, so I know it's not true, right? Well, I also know <laughs> it's not true because I didn't do it. <laughs> okay, that's yeah, another right. piece. That's another important piece of information. But if he wants to play games, right? And he wants to talk about fake stuff. I'm going to talk about real stuff. And this is something that like we shook hands on. We talked it out like, you know, adults. And I thought it wasn't an Mm -hmm. issue. But I don't know that I can sit by idly. So I'm going to tell you guys a little story. Okay. I'm going to take you back three years and three months. Right. To Chicago. Celebration Chicago. It was the last. Uh It was the Sunday. I had just gotten out of the Mandalorian panel. I was flying high, buddy. And I go into the lobby of the convention center, and who do I see but Eric Struthers. Now, you know, this is a huge convention with a bunch of people. You don't always run into your friends. Like, you have to make a concerted effort to be like, hey, I'm by the fucking Panda Express at the fucking food court, right? Mm -hmm. So, I see Eric, and he's got... I'm going to set the scene for you. He's holding... You know, like those cardboard paper boats that you get at like a concession stand at a football game that hold hot dogs? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's holding two of those, and in each of those holders is a Chicago-style hot dog. I'm like, all right. I mean, Is that with 
the pickle and the pepperoncini and yeah, the tomato. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, hey, man, pickles on a hot dog? I don't know that that's my thing, but when in Rome, whatever, I'm not going to judge. You know what? I'm picky about things. Like, we all have different palates. So I'll go up to Eric, and I'm like, hey, what's up, man? And he's like, hey, man, I'm not going to do a bunch of Eric. Per- uh, I can't. I can't sustain the Eric impression through the whole story. So, um, and I'm like, Hey man, how'd you sleep last night? In that friendly fucking gleam in Eric's eyes, you know, the, the, that, that just wise gleam changed. It was like seeing the Sith eyes in revenge of the Sith. You know what I mean? Like when Anakin's Mm -hmm. and when they go from regular to orange, he, All I can say is I ended up taking a Chicago glizzy to the dome. All right. <gasps> Faceful. He slapped me across the face with a Chicago dog glizzy to the face. What? Yeah, man. And like I was like, it was one of those situations that's so fucked up that you don't know exactly how to react. Been a lot of that lately that I, I just didn't know what to do. I got relish and mustard and pickle juice all in my beard and shit. Right. And then right. like, I'm so shocked. I don't even say anything. I just immediately turn around and I go into the closest men's room because I just got to the convention. There's no way I'm going back to the hotel and changing. People barely care about fucking hygiene at these things anyway. I just got to get cleaned up and be a little more presentable, right? Mm-hmm. So I go into the bathroom. I clean myself off. I'm in the stall. I'm like the the handicapped stalls in Chicago actually were the ones that have the sinks in there as well. So like I had this little private room to mourn my just shattered friendship with a dude that I really enjoy being friends with. Right. Sitting there mm-hmm. cleaning out my beard. Fuck it. I'm like, I smell like mustard and fucking pickles, man. This is not a good look. What if a listener comes up to me? And then the next thing I know they're writing in the goddamn rebel force radio talking, talking about, Oh, halls from blue harvest smells like pickles and onions. Like, well, <laughs> you know what I mean? is that why everybody, everybody assumed you didn't wash your penis. Cause you smelled like a <gasps> Chicago dog. Bro, is that could that be the source of this meme? Have we just cracked the fucking code? Did I just find the secret map on the back of the Declaration of Independence? National treasure style? Maybe. But so I come out and like directly across from me at the urinal is Eric Struthers. And I'm like, oh shit, awkward, right? And for the record, you know how this dude pisses in public? ass full out upside down uh, no ass full out the jeans he drops his jeans around his knees bro i was like oh man bro i was like this is the guitar player from throw the horns motherfucker (laughs) you know (laughs) there's a couple backstage betties that wouldn't maybe mind this view but me i was shocked you know so i just quietly leave the restroom and he comes out he's super apologetic he's like hey man had a bad morning i'm really sorry i hit you with that chicago style dog and I was like, hey, man, it's okay. Like, it could be worse. You could have, like, really punched me or something. You just hit me with a weenie. You know what I mean? Just right. a cheap convention weenie. <clears throat> and he's like, look, I feel really bad for it. Or, or, or about it, rather. Um, so right. I want to make amends. And then he's got, like, you know, everybody at a, a con sort of has their con bag with them. And he reaches in there and he pulls out. The finest example of a rocket-firing Boba Fett prototype I've ever seen. The most rare Star Wars figure, which also happens to be my favorite character. And I was like, dude, 
is this a bootleg? And he was like, no, man, it's legit. I just bought it from the toy hunter, Jordan Hembro. He knows Johnny. And I was like, okay, dude, I can't accept this. Like, this is worth like a fancy car. You know what I mean? And he was yeah. like, <laughs> he was like, Will, Will has left the microphone. He said, this dude is on a roll. No pun intended. I, I got to go get woke a up and needed a cup of water. Uh, so I, I had to, I was, I was trying to shout my response. Yeah. From the so kitchen. anyways, right. Uh, and I'm like, I can't accept this. And he's like, no man, this is how bad I feel. You know, throw the horns has been doing really well lately. We played a lot of gigs. There were light up butt plugs at one. I don't know, man. I, I, I was, I was in shock. So I can't remember much of it. Right. And he holds it out to me and I'm like, my hands are shaking. It was like, uh, it was like that scene in Raiders of the Lost Ark where he's holding the idol and he's like trying to figure out how much it weighs for the bag of sand and shit. And I'm reaching out for it and he snatches it and then he crumbles it in his fist. Unlike anything I've ever seen, right? I'm talking about like I've never seen someone one-handed crush an action figure. Maybe the plastic on those rocket-firing Boba Fetts isn't as sturdy because... Uh, it's old it's old and it was a prototype you know this wasn't made for mass right. production crumbles it into dust blows that dust up in my face grabs me out of my wheelchair and throws me over his shoulder like a fucking like a like a shepherd by night walks me over to the nearest thro- staircase and throws me down the stairs are you serious yeah and then he comes down the stairs gets in my face real close and he whispers at me in the year 2022 your life is gonna turn to shit and i said he put the curse on you i said what kind of fucking stephen king's thriller curse did this man just put on me i couldn't believe it man i couldn't believe it to this day it still seems slightly unbelievable but it happened it's on the closest thing to a real life Peter Griffin chicken man fight that I've ever really heard of. And then, I thought you you so you know you told me he had two Chicago dogs, and I thought in the bathroom that instead of Boba <laughs> Fett, for, I thought he was about to slap you with a second Chicago dog. No, by all accounts, I'm pretty sure he wolfed down that first one, and he may even went and got a replacement because I don't think he's the kind of guy that would have hit me with a Chicago dog, said Chicago dog. Just for asking you how his night was. Yeah, I was just like, how'd you sleep, buddy? Man, it was rough. Slap. Slapped right across the face with a glizzy, a glizzy slap. Will, what did I do to deserve a glizzy slap? This year's been a glizzy slap. Yeah, right. But that's so, look, man. I don't think he's the kind of dude that you should go out and make fake social media profiles about, but I don't know that you should believe his stories about me dropping deuce on a stair either. I, I just, I, I'm just presenting the evidence, you know, you know, I'm just, I know my man Hawes and I've never known him to deuce anywhere but the toilet. My man is the highest class. Pooper. I, keep it, I keep it classy, bro. I put on a little fucking yeah, Bach. You know what I mean? Plush of toilet paper. Pranks. You and I have ever gotten into all the year. Never once. None of them ever evolved scatological nature. Nope. No. Nope. Never a flaming poop bag. Not never. Once. You know, no Cleveland steamers. Nothing. No Boston. No, that's not how I roll. Beans. It's not what we do. Mm-mm. No, man. I work on a on a higher level than that, right? I crap. We run a clean show here. <laughs> yeah. This is a show oh. meant for kids about a movie and TV series and cartoons meant for kids. Okay, we keep it clean, not just for dicks. Clean. 
butter content. Let's talk about something a little more wholesome. How was my dude Liam's first day of school? I'm dying to know. Oh man, Liam's first day of school was good. He had such a good time. Heck yeah. He uh, got to meet some friends, you know, was excited about the cafeteria, excited about all the cool stuff they did, excited to go back tomorrow. He said, I can't wait to go tomorrow. He came out with a little crown on that said, I rocked the first day of kindergarten and he had drawn some stuff on there. It was great. It was just really good. That's what I wanted to hear, man. I know you was a a little nervous. I know he was a little nervous. You know, yeah. I mean, I can't say that I wasn't. Like inside, the logic part of my brain is like, everything's going to be fine. This is really good for him. You know, this is great. This is what parents do, you know. Right, right. And uh, the the protective side of me is like, man, I hope nobody's mean to my kid. I hope no, I'll pinch a little kindergartner in half if they're mean to my You'll kid. You'll pull an Eric Struthers but, on know. him and hit a little kid in the face with a Chicago glizzy real quick. I'll hit somebody in the face with a hot dog that's mean to my kid. Fuck yeah. I would never I would never hit another person's child. I'm just kidding. But y- mm, you know what I mean. I, I would I would not stand for the bullying of my child. But again, it's kindergarten. Look. You know, everybody's kind of nice in kindergarten, right? Like I okay, look. I like I said, me and Eric, we worked the Chicago glizzy Bo- Boba Fett prototype issue out i just wanted to make people aware you know of who we're dealing with here right Mm -hmm. Um, the the kind of person that we're exchanging fire with and i personally think eric owes me a little bit one of one for coming up with the idea that i'd even poo poo on his front doorstep right so Mm -hmm. i think he kind of owes us one so if a kid is ever mean to your kid to, to liam i think eric owes us a trip I think he needs to drive to Mississippi. I need to, I think he needs to stop in Illinois on the way down and pick up a couple of glizzies. All right. And I think mm-hmm. there's some slapping needs to be done. This we'll save this for middle school. This mm-hmm. seems like perfect repercussions for a middle school bully. Mm-hmm. A fucking Getting... dude that can shred on a custom flying V pulling up into your school lap, uh, cafeteria and hitting your bully in the face with a glizzy. Well, that Chicago dog. Hell <sighs> yes, sir. Yeah, get that squish the pepperoni right in his eye. Fuck yeah. Okay, burn like a motherfucker. So, um, I knew you know about Will's nervousness about this because we were playing Fortnite last week. Will and I have mentioned that Mm -hmm. we've been embarrassing some kids in Fortnite a little bit recently. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know this is going to sound like, of course, this is what Fortnite is like, right? Um. Mm -hmm. Because we're late to the Fortnite game. <laughs> yeah, right. We jumped on Fortnite when it seems like it's becoming a bit of a dead meme. I was about to say, it's on the way out. Right. But I finally know what the appeal of Fortnite is. The appeal of Fortnite mm-hmm. is that it's it runs smooth as hell. Like it is... Buttery. It is buttery smooth. It is well polished. It's fun to play. But being in these giant battle royale matches that are just mix and match characters, like you'll see Spider-Man and Cat, uh, Captain America and Batman and Boba Fett and Darth, like it's all these different Rick and Morty and um, all these different folks showing mm-hmm. up. That's where the real juice is. And since the last time we recorded, Will and I discovered once again something I'm sure everybody knows about but us. So we're going to sound real dumb. But when you're flying in, like when you're about to drop onto the map, there's an Imperial shuttle that circles the map 
and eventually lands. And for the longest time, Will and I were like, I wonder what, wonder what, what's up with that. So we decided to go see one day. And what's up mm-hmm. with that is it's Darth Vader and two stormtroopers that you can kill. If you defeat Darth Vader and the stormtroopers, you get Darth Vader's lightsaber and some E-11 blasters. Bro, it's one of the coolest Star Wars things I've done in a video game. And it's in Fortnite. Like, yeah, it's real. Very good cool. use of the license. It is. As, Very as our buddy good Steel, and creative. As, as our buddy Steel would say, it's a good use of the license. So hats off to your Fortnite props. Yeah, well done. Well done. I got the last game we played. We were on. We were very close to the victory royale, except that Spider Man whipped my ass with Darth Vader's lightsaber. Right. I have been running. I have at multiple times run around as Boba Fett with Darth Vader's lightsaber, and it's amazing. So I just Hawes sent me a sick ass little Batman skin, and so whenever I run oh, around, yeah. it's Batman and Boba Fett usually. That, and I gotta admit, like you can kind of feel the intimidation on some of these other clowns when they roll up on Batman and Boba Fett. They're like, "Oh shit!" Oh, <laughs> like shit. you know, I was stunting on, I was stunting on them a little bit because back when they were selling the Boba Fett skin, this is what a fucking Boba simp I am, I guess. I fucking mm-hmm. got online and bought the skin and played one round of Fortnite. That was, I just, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, there's something Boba Fett to fucking buy. <laughs> Here I go again on my own. <laughs> and it looks amazing, it's by the really way, that, good, yeah. that skin, that outfit. So, yeah, I was stunting on him a little bit, being Boba Fett, doing the Dougie and shit when we'd win. And I was like, I can't have my man, Will, not looking fly. So I sent him a bad I was answer. basic. Basicism, I, you know... It's a principal thing. And Hawes knows this is why he sent me yep. a sick-ass Batman yep. skin. He knows it's the principle of the thing, Lynn. Yeah, I was like, mm-mm. Because I, I, I knew Will was never going to get himself a sick-ass skin. I respect the position he takes on microtransactions like that just because I don't abide by it. Just because I'm the dude who's like, oh, yeah, I'll spend money on that. I don't yeah. think anybody else needs to be. I'm never going to hold it against you. But I wanted you to feel the fucking... No, I I most certainly appreciate it because there's a certain badassness that you feel, you know, when you load in as Batman. I mean, how could mm-hmm. you not, right? Like, yeah. it's fucking Batman. <clears throat> All right. The other thing I'll say about that game is that the maps are chock full of nook and crannies of kind of, I don't want to say goofy shit in a bad way, but like... Goofy kind fun of, shit. Yeah, goofy fun stuff because... I remember us. We ended up in this place called the Rave Cave, and man, there's so much stuff in there. There's just so much stuff and so mm-hmm. many nooks and crannies, and just Buddy, packed. Did, you know, I had these quests to unlock Indiana Jones as a skin, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna do that, right?" And like, they were really involved and involved. You know, and like there was like raiding secret temples and shit on this map mm-hmm. while a full battle royale is going on. I see the appeal right. in Fortnite. I, once again, realize I'm late to the game, right? Right. Also, simple and quick. Games are quick. Yeah, which helps. not a not a 45 minute <clears throat> investment of PUBG to finish 21st. Right. Uh, for an hour in PUBG for disappointment and hatred. <laughs> so, um, let's watch the Andor trailer. We're gonna watch it like once all oh, the way yeah. through. You know what I mean? So you can see yeah. the whole thing uninterrupted, and then Absolutely. we will uh, we'll probably like. You know, watch it again and stop it in certain points because there's a couple things I pop, I, I uh, 
Whenever we finish the Andor trailer, I got a fun story for you that might be the title of the episode. Okay, hold on. Do you want to do that before the Andor trailer? Sure, we let's can. I just okay. yeah, let's okay. do that. I got to hear this. So I'm in the car with my wife, and we my wife talk my wife. Uh, we're talking about something, and she was like, "Yeah, he went hard in the taint." And I stopped for a second, Skirt. and I was like, "Skirt, it's hard in the what?" And she said, "It's hard in the taint, right?" And I said, "I mean, you can go hard in the taint. It probably hurts, but you can go hard in the taint." And she was like, "What is it?" I said, "It's hard in the paint. Like I'm pretty sure it's a basketball metaphor." And she was like, "Okay, well." whatever whatever hard in the paint and i was like well i just need you to know chris that that's gonna be on next week's podcast she oh, was yeah. like you better not i was like oh honey i can't pass that up i have to tell Haas this about going hard in the taint uh and she was just so embarrassed and i was like i you know i hope you're not too embarrassed because i can guarantee you it's going to be on that podcast and uh, i gotta tell Haas about going hard in the taint bro that's gonna be the, you just you just birthed a new meme for the show and and like, I asked her, I was like, babe, have you been saying that like up until now? Shit? And then she was just quiet. And I was like, that's a yes. Bro. That's a yes. So <laughs> I heard, I can't remember where I heard this. It seems like I heard this from like the kind of guy that would make a lie up about you making a poo-poo on their front step. But apparently as you become an older, not old, but older gentleman, um, it might be a little easier to go take a tinkle if you if you push hard up on the taint. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's what I got to look forward to, as if my life ain't fucked up enough. Now I got a fucking special button I have to push to take a piss. Hit the hit the push pop. Let's watch the Andor trailer. Can you see my Let's screen? Let's do it. I can. Okay, fuck yeah. No, we want to watch this full screen. Can you hear it? Mm-hmm. You heard it like the wind and shit? Show can. Heard the wind. That's kind of loud as fuck. We're blowing out people's speakers and shit. They're sitting at work listening to like every week I come back. Every week I come back and I'm like, surely they're just gonna talk about Star Wars this week. And this week disappointed again. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get this going. We'll watch this because Will ain't seen it yet and it's real good. All right, here we go. steal from the empire you just walk in like you belong they're so proud of themselves so fat and satisfied they can't imagine that someone like me would ever get inside their house Cassian Ander the empire is choking us so slowly we're starting not to notice asking is this wouldn't you rather give it all to something real I need all the heroes I can get for the greater good call it what you will let's call it war there's fermenting out there some 
my net. Are you a fish? Or are you a thief? You're slipping. <laughs> I'm not slipping. I've just been hiding for too long. As long as everyone thinks I'm an irritation, there's a good chance they'll miss what I'm really doing. What are you really doing? This is what revolution looks like. I'm tired of losing. first thoughts bro what'd you think i mean it's just i mean the scale feels so epic i know right the scale and the stakes just feel epic buddy dire i guess look all right so i'm gonna keep it a buck 50 with you and the listeners and i know Catherine, she's gonna like i'm not looking to to like bum her out but, you know, when we got all the fucking Disney Plus Star Wars announcements, Andor was lower on the list. It wasn't the bottom, <clears throat> but lower. Mm. Not because I didn't like Rogue One. I don't like the character. But, like, you know, there's a show about Mandalorians and, and Boba Fett and fucking Obi-Wan. And you know what I mean? But I was wrong. This shit looks incredible, dude. Like, I agree looks really good um it is a bit of a bummer that we got to wait three weeks more because it was supposed to come out august 30th and they delayed it by three weeks it's not that big of a deal um you know we'll make do on the show until then right. if anything i'll just you know tell some 100 percent true and accurate stories about eric or luke or something i don't know man um, somebody we'll doing some, something. Somebody's doing something. I might use a fucking <clears throat> Zoomer term like glizzy. I'll overuse it and sound look like that meme of fucking D, uh, Steve Buscemi where he's like, "What's up, fellow? What's up, fellow young kids or whatever." <laughs> um, <laughs> but I'm incredibly excited for this. Like this. Oh man, there's so much. Like for one. Like you said, the scale and the stakes of this. And that is an incredible trailer. Like that is up there for some of the better trailers for new Disney content. Like right. the way it's cut, the scenes they chose, the music, just top to bottom, really fucking good. It is cool that we're going to get three episodes on the first day. But that sure does give us a lot to talk about on that first episode. Minor does it not? Yeah. I can't wait, man. And there are some <clears throat> cool fucking details in that trailer. Like, I don't know if you noticed. I'll skip, ahead. I'll skip ahead to it here in a little bit. But the scene of the Imperial Senate on the, the front of, like, the floating pods, the, the Imperial Cog symbol isn't on to, in the front on, on, on the front of them now. Um, oh, that's cool. Uh, 
incredible. Uh, hit a brain fart. You talk is that a is that a Maz Kanata at the end? Is that Maz Kanata or one of her species? No. At, in in one of those last scenes. No, that is. I believe the the that race of alien is called Halls' Thursday Morning. Um, oh. <laughs> this guy? No. I so I yeah. don't think he's Maz Kanata. People have definitely well, he's definitely not. That's definitely not Maz Kanata, and I don't think it's the same race. And I'll I'll show you why here in a second. But I mean, he looks bigger. But I was just like, oh, well, maybe there's some sort of shrinkage when you live forever. Well, so, <laughs> um, what I think is that they just, you know, designed something new. Other people have been mentioning that he looks like Ochi of Bastoon, and he does. But watch real closely. I'll show you. Well. He's not either of, of those races. Um, he's got four arms. Oh, okay. So he's True. something different. Yeah. Um, real fucking cool, though, man. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I got to shout out my dude, Two Tubes. Do you remember Two Tubes as being like a fucking um, sort of side character? Like a hard ass. In, yeah, in Rogue One. Like a real yeah. cool, one of the cooler, newer alien designs from the. One of Saw Disney. Gerrera's hard asses. Yeah. And, and dude, the fact that Saw Gerrera was in the trailer, so awesome. I really like the character of Saw, especially like, it's cool because like they got Forrest Whitaker to play the role. He did a really good job in Rogue One. But like the mm -hmm. way that character's carried on to show up in like, um, he showed up in Rebels. He originally showed up in Clone Wars. Now he's in this. He was in Jedi Fallen Order. Like the 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 through line of this character, I think, is real fucking cool. Hell yeah. Um, I have a feeling there's gonna be some Nazis that aren't stoked with this series. <laughs> Why is that? Because I get the feeling uh, they might be in the crosshairs a little bit. Just just say that. Um, Nazis? Well, you know, modern day. Not like the villains from the Indiana Jones movies, but, you know, dudes I mean, like the I was going to say, who gives a shit about actual Nazis? Like, fuck uh, actual me Nazis. Neither. <laughs> All right. So let's, we'll, we'll go through it. Uh, I don't think we'll stop a ton, um, but there are a couple of things, a couple of little theories I got in my mind, Grapes. Okay. So the scenes, dude, the scenes. The landscapes yeah. in this one are so, epic. Probably another, more epic than I've seen. Yeah. Something that, like, okay, the last thing I want to come out of this is everybody shitting on the volume and the use of the volume in Star mm -hmm. Wars TV because I like it. It doesn't bother me. It allows them, you know. I feel like it's a different scale of budget, right? Like it seems like it though, because they straight up came out. They straight up came out and said they didn't use the volume on this show. Uh -huh. uh, and I think you can tell, but the like I said, the last thing I want to do is shit on the other shows because this is the new thing, the shiny thing. It looks really good, right? I'm not looking to right. do that. I do think that there will be a difference in quality, and I would like to see more of this you know when it comes to star wars tv right and i'll tell you the more that this kind of stuff happens they're like okay so we didn't use the volume on this one the experience of the volume will grow 
mm-hmm. simply from this not having used the volume. Just, there will be things that they learn from this mm-hmm. that they add to the volume. Exactly. Now. Well, you can see a difference between the first two seasons of Mandalorian. That technology is just going to continue to improve. So I right. think this planet at the beginning might be Cassian's home planet. It's kind of what I wonder. It definitely seems that way. Um, little AK-47 blaster action. Because oh, you know how Cassian says he's been in this fight since he was six years old? That's an incredible shot of that Star Destroyer going over half. It is. Um, it really is. I think this is... I think and some sort is, of minds. I think this is young Cassian. I think we're seeing young Cassian yeah. sort of... Um, birth as a as a rebel, and he sneaks into like a imperial base or mining facility or something. The, I I think this is little Cassian. I agree. This place looks abandoned or attacked. Cassian Ander, the Empire is choking us so slowly. We're starting his um. Skarsgård. Mm-hmm. He's good in everything he does. He's real good. He's a good actor. Kind of seems That's like his, his spaceship. Obi-Wan Kenobi. By the way, it's real quick. I think the design of his spaceship is real sick. Ooh, it is real cool. Yeah, real man. cool. I think that is sick. It's it's it looks like it could be like. Corellian in design because it, it's got like mm-hmm. a very similar cockpit style to the Millennium Falcon but it's mm-hmm. so like I remember before like the prequels and stuff sometimes you'd see fan art of what people thought the Falcon looked like before um, Han modified it or what other Corellian ships looked like and they kind of just looked mm-hmm. like generic like bootleg toys you'd find of the falcon that weren't quite quite right this looks right. cool it looks exactly like it came from a corellian shipyard mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know it, it kind of has more of a a boat hull mm-hmm. uh kind of feel to it than the millennium falcon but there are definitely uh okay the side ports the circular side ports the mm-hmm. docking ports on the side the um the cockpit the the, the cockpit shape I was going to say the paneling and where it comes together on the edges mm-hmm. and how it's all kind of not chewed up, but like detailed mm-hmm. with like intricate little. And the way it's got like know, these angled wings with the blasters. on. I just think it's sick. All right. I can't. And of is. course, like it's not like I'm going to be able to go into the store and impulse buy this. Like I did a final fantasy book today. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you put this on the shelf. I'm coming home with it, but no, it's going to be a HasLab that I forget to back, and then everybody's memeing it on it and on Yak Face's Twitter account when it doesn't get fully funded. Let's move along. Clearly, I've got fucking. <laughs> Clearly, there's damage oh, there. there he is. Two tubes. There's an X-wing. Yep, there's two tubes. There's look an X-wing at that on black the X-wing. That black and silver X-wing. And then you yeah, remember cool. this Joker in the background, Moroff, the big white guy no. with the white fur. He's another bit player in Rogue One that's a real cool fucking design. They went and dusted those costumes off out of fucking storage. Happy to mm-hmm. see it. Oh, I can't wait. Forrest Whitaker as Saw Gerrera. Mm-hmm. Good choice. Fermenting out there, 
This guy. I don't know who that was, but it has a very ominous look. Oh shit, to him. right here? The, the Imperial Twin Peaks looking guy, mm -hmm. the Imperial Oh, the guy that's talking about fomenting. Oh yeah. Dude, you know what happens if you you walk up on where this Imperial shuttle is? Fucking You get Darth Vader and two yeah. stormtroopers gonna whip your ass if you don't have enough heat Darth Vader, two stormtroopers come out and they start doing the whip and the nay nay. That the blonde-haired lady looks like she does not play. She does, and ain't nobody in this damn show look like they play one minute. They say I don't play no game. And Skarsgård looks like he's got some uh, bonuses to disguise. Bro, look, I think this is and that bluff. other um, another shot of that ship. It is, but do you see the ship it's up against with mm -hmm. like the two giant radar dishes on look, the side? Look, there's the floating pod with the imperial in, bro. Imperial emblem. Mon Mothma fucking stepped onto the screen in 1983 talked about many Bothans dying and now where we're looking at she's super fucking fascinating like ugh mm -hmm. and then this lady they cast her as Mon Mothma for Revenge of the Sith and George Lucas is like nah man cutting room floor DVD extra only and now look at her she's been in Rogue One and she's in this show good for her man talk about big timing yeah Oh, I love the idea of her taking down the Empire from the inside. I'm tired of losing. Bro. This is going to be something real fucking special, I think. I think, this is I think so too. Good. I said the same thing about Obi Wan, and I I stand by that. I thought Obi Wan was real special. It was. You know what I want <clears throat> when uh when they're done with Cassie in season two, you know Tony Gilroy. You want to take a little fucking swing at Book of Boba Fett season two? Like, give me a call. I'll see if I can make it happen. What power do I have? <laughs> I don't fucking know, but I'll try to make it happen. I don't know. I'll, I'll send a strongly worded email to a fake. Lucasfilm address I get off a of Bing. <laughs> Whew, the bits are coming hard and fast tonight. When all else fails, my dude, lean on a bit. I can't wait for that show. Just tell them that Eric Strothers dumps sacked your house and they'll be like, oh, that's terrible. Here. And the only thing I can do that I think would make it any better Lucasfilms, Lucas, Lucas's films, is a book of Boba Fett season two. And they'll be like, just for you. And you just know, for you and your unjust dump sacking. You know who should, you should cast in it? Terry O'Quinn from Lost. Terry O'Quinn. Yes. Yes. Bro. Put him in Star Wars. If they cast Terry O'Quinn in the book of Boba Fett, your old pal's going to have to stick around just a little bit longer. I got to see that. Got to see it. That, you know, me and Terry, we're cool now, right? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you guys are on first name basis. One day, Ob obviously. One day, I'll, I'll play the evidence for everybody of why me and Terry are cool. Uh, I can't make it through it right now with like cry without crying like a baby. So we're gonna move on and listen to a song about how one of a Star Wars character's head looks like a dick, and then we're gonna hear from some of our friends. How's that sound, buddy? 
and prove why my head is dick. <laughs> Here we go. Cool. Technical difficulties. <laughs> Fucking cooked up a real badass, real badass transition for that, and then I fucked it all up. Here we go. Kia G. Kia G. He loves to split chicks with his pug Kitty Cockhead To stroke his cone and suck on his balls Kitty Cockhead What you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi Council stooge But he'll be pumping spooge tomorrow Cockhead Lou Herb Cockhead Hansberger Cockhead That just still gets me pumped up. Years later. Years gets later. Amped. Like over five years we've been playing that song on the show. And now we got other options and a f- fucking lo-fi song. Man. We're really coming up, Will Witten. I don't know about you, but we we're really, making it. We really made a we, we really made a little something out of ourselves with this stupid ass show. I don't know if you noticed or not, but we fucking We pulled a rabbit out of the hat with that. I don't even know how it happened. It just happened one day. People were like all right, let's listen to Jim's voicemail. Good evening, Halls and Will. How the hell are you? I uh, I love you guys. I just hope you know that. Sure. I appreciate you guys, uh, and a lot of people do. And it's tough, and your commitment is immeasurable. It's amazing. Uh, so I wanted to talk about Andor. Um so for one, an unused uh, trope, something they were trying to go for in Rise of Skywalker was this, the scraps of the Empire are what bring it down. Like Babu Frick, you know, he was fired or whatever when they didn't need him anymore. The Stormtroopers were supposed to be like, you know, sort of throw away, thrown away. Uh, what else there was a few things Dio you know his entrance but they didn't quite land it but apparently that's what they were going for uh I was wondering if you might if you thought we might see that in Andor and also do you think they're gonna steal some stuff I always want them to steal the stuff that the Empire has and they they did it in Rebels often but uh I just I I want to I hope we get to see just some theft and then the the rebellion you know just really uh sticking it to them with their own stuff but all right guys what do you think ignite the green Oof. jim coming in with the sentimental and then talking about the five finger discount that was a packed ass voicemail for a minute and a half jim is efficient you know what i'm talking about he is <clears throat> i yeah. gotta say if jim you know, Jim is not the type of dude who'd hit your old pal Halls in the face with a Chicago hot dog, right? In fact, if right. he had been present, he would have fucking Kevin Costner, the bodyguard, jumped in the way of that. And I'd be 
Next thing you know, I'd be fucking at his memorial service with an acoustic guitar talking about, Jim took a glizzy for me. <laughs> um, I kind of, well, yeah, I think they're going to steal some shit. Okay, so listen. K2SO is a is an imperial uh, 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 security droid that Cassian, you know, stole and reprogrammed. He's, right. He's not going to be in this season, but he's going to be in next season. They're going to retcon the shit out of that comic book that explained <clears throat> how uh, Cassian. The meetup. Yeah. Yeah. And K2 came. To, so, yeah. I think that's going to be probably a big, not a, the only, like the biggest part, but yeah, I think there's going to be a little sticky finger in the, the empire. There had to be a way better way for me to say that. That's about, I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. The analogies are getting uh, sticky. Sheesh. Um, bruh. I had a brain fart. Something about Jim's voicemail. Sentimental. You know what happened? You know what happened? What was that? The, the fucking... All the bit juice ran out. I, I I gunned the bit car at the beginning, and now it's running on fumes. It's I'm limping across the finish line. Out. Yeah, it's, it sounds like my old Ford <laughs> Tempo, my 1988 Ford Tempo is the first car I ever got. Ooh man. Yep. Yep. Ford Tempo. You know what sucks? The DMV. Shit. My goodness. I was about to ask you. You went to the DMV today, didn't you? It was last week. Oh, last week. I thought you had to go get your plate or something. I had to go pick it up. Pick it up. That's yeah. right. They didn't give you a hard time, did they? Nah. Good. So back to Jim's question. Uh, so yeah, I think we'll see him stealing some imperial stuff. I I do wonder, like, so like, looked we, like there was that when he was a kid, there was mm -hmm. a, a facility full of stuff for him to mm -hmm. see. Like, so. I'm trying to think of how to like express this. Like I don't have a bearing on what the story overall is going to be. Obviously, you know, the larger overview of the story is, is Cassian's development from a kid, I think until the, the guy you see in rogue one and the guy who heroically sacrifices himself at the end of Rogue right. One. But like what's the the beat to beat main driving story? Is it this um is it Stellan Skarsgard going around and recruiting early elements of the rebellion or something? I don't know. That would be neat. I mean, I think it's definitely going to be a spy, a spy jam, you know. Right? But yeah, I I, I wonder. I and I don't say this in a bad way. I'm excited for that. Like I'm I'm looking forward to um, getting into the show and figuring out what the driving story is. It reminds me of uh, the lead up to the to Mandalorian, the first season, where I didn't know what the story was going to be. Like we just had these little bits and pieces. It seemed like a Mandalorian bounty hunter, which was exciting, but it also seemed like kind of like well, let's do the Kmart version of Boba Fett. And it turned out to be something way cooler and way different. Once you throw Grogu in there, it mixes up the game, right? Yeah. Book of Boba Changes Fett. It. 
turned out to be kind of exactly what we figured it was going to be. It was Boba Fett trying to run a crime family. There were some twists and some wrinkles in there. Right. Obi-Wan, you know, <clears throat> plenty of surprises to be had, but the basic story that we figured going in was him and fucking Vader facing off turned out to be true. The wrinkle that we right. didn't know about was little Leia. That's where the spice right. came in. So what I'm wondering is, is, what is the spice? What is the spice in Andor that's the surprise? And I don't think it's going to... we don't to, know about. Right. I think, and I don't think, fingers crossed, um, that it's going to be some surprise cameo, right? Where like... Um, like not even like I don't think there's going to be a Grogu type situation or a young Leia type situation going on I just wonder what it's going to be I don't see this being cameo heavy I guess and I'll tell you right, right now if they find a way to work Ponda Baba and Dr. Eva Zen in like they did in Rogue One I'm gonna lose my goddamn mind <laughs> all right um, i can't in a take good way it. or a bad, bad way. way bro that's uh, to me that is the most they've egregious. had all the screen time that they need they sure have they sure have dudes that look like dr eva's and be getting ahead in this world lately so i'm done with dudes like that i'll tell you what yeah right if you want to hear an email from sam howdy halls and will you know i, do. I hope your fellas are finding ways to stay cool this summer who am i kidding you're the coolest guys around. Guys, you guys, you guys got to be fucking, you guys got to calm it down with the, the compliments and stuff, man. I don't, anyway, my wife and I went camping this week and it got me thinking about camping in the Star Wars universe. Do you think people go camping in that universe or do they go to other planets to go out and attend? Would you go camping in Star Wars? Since Halls of Scout days play such an important role in this show, do you think there are Boy Scouts in Star Wars? Also, are you guys going to guest on Sal's new... Oh, my God. I can't believe we forgot to talk about this, Will. Also, are you guys going to be guest starring on Sal's new lightsaber training show? That would be wicked cool. Everyone needs to learn lightsaber skills. Anyways, keep it up and stay cool. Best wishes, Sam. Okay. First off, we'll we'll get to his his Star Wars camping thing. 100%. Mm -hmm. I want to address that. But you have to see this. Sal fucking Perales, who I consider a wonderful person, fucking gold star human being and a good friend. Like if I was Obi-Wan talking to Axel, star, Sal's kid, before I give him Sal's lightsaber, I'd be like, mm -hmm. instead of being like, oh, he was a cunning warrior and a good friend and all this shit, I'd be like, man, your dad is a solid ass dude. Let me tell you, he's a good dude. Man, I like your dad. Anyway, here's his lightsaber. Like that's, that's Sal, right? You yeah. gotta see this. He's also the best secret keeper in the game. Like, I, I, I don't want to say anymore. I just want to show you. So let me get to it. Let me find it. Um, okay. It might be on Star Wars Kids, which I also subscribe to on YouTube. It is. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to share my screen. You've got to see okay. this. It's so fucking cool. We won't watch the whole thing. Because we want what we want to do is drive the engagement and we'll use a fucking industry term like i know what the fuck i'm talking about drive the engagement to the youtube uh a video for other people to watch because you got to see it what am i talking about sal okay we'll get there sal's lightsaber <laughs> yeah okay can you see the screen yes okay this is 
this is on the Star Wars Kids YouTube channel, bro. Um, it could load any minute now. You're killing the suspense, YouTube. The fuck is wrong with your billion-dollar corporation? You can't load this video. What you doing? Giving Logan Paul all the bandwidth? Here we this go. This episode of Lightsaber Academy. Learn the ways of the light side and train to use Look. a lightsaber like Obi Wan Kenobi. To wield the weapon of a Jedi, you must decide to follow the path toward the light or be tempted by the dark side. Here, you must take up your lightsaber and train with the Saber Guild on this episode of Lightsaber Academy. My goodness. Look. Welcome to Lightsaber Training. That's Sal. Brady, Samantha. My name is Sal Perales. I'm a member of Saber Guild. We are a worldwide charity organization. And a fucking gold-hearted human being. Fucking. Today, we are going to train some Padawans. So. Okay, I'm not going to play anymore. You guys got to go watch the video on YouTube. Like oh, it. Oh, man. You see what I, I have to watch the rest this? of that. You see as that? As soon as I drop possible. the like. You saw it happen live, Will. Like. I that did. Me. That was me. That was that like. Nobody can take that away from me. All right, I'm going to stop sharing the screen. You guys got to check it out. It's so fucking cool. I had no idea. My new job has drastically, and I don't consider this a bad thing, decreased my social media time to dick around on my phone, right? Yeah. So I had no idea. And I was like sitting down to watch a little YouTube on my fucking lunch break. And I go to my subscriptions and I go, wait, wait a goddamn minute. That's Sal. And sure enough, he's teaching younglings how to use a lightsaber. So to answer your, your question, Sam, no, I will not be on there because I would look stupid. And that's, that, that is a show where they train kids to look cool and I would look stupid. So um, camping in Star Wars. What do you think that's like, Will? I do think you go to another. I guarantee there's Galaxy Scouts. You know what I mean? There's there's Galaxy Scouts. And like and just from seeing Andor's homeworld, it seems pretty rural, right? Seems mm -hmm. like lots of woods, kind of tough, toughing it out. And and one of the cool things that makes me think about this is the um Star Wars Visions, the anime anthology of Star Wars. Uh a lot of those planets seem remote. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I know that that's, you know, to kind of play to the aesthetic of a period era samurai flick or whatever, but it just kind of is another indication that, you know, there are lots of planets. Some of them are inhabited thickly and some of them are inhabited sparsely. And you may need to learn to survive on a planet should you get shipwrecked or marooned or so it makes perfect sense that there would be a galaxy scouts. And yeah, I'm sure they make trips to remote worlds to survive for, you know, a week or a month or whatever. So I think this is how the the sort of mechanics of um, camping in Star Wars work, right? I'm actually going to use fucking... I'm going to stop being silly for a goddamn minute. And I'm going to use some actual canon uh, uh, appearances of camping-type situations. First off, I have a feeling that like when you go camping in Star Wars, your can is... Or your, your tent is in like a can... Like a long, like a Pringle sized can that you open up mm -hmm. and it just pops out and, and like, it's not like camping in the Boy Scouts where you're like, which stick goes where and 
how do I get this tent up? And there's some like 60 year old Vietnam vet cursing you out. Like your scout master. You know what I'm talking about? Eating, you guys are a bunch of fucking idiots. Eating beans out of a can with a plastic spork. <laughs> um, anyways, bean bits all in his mouth and shit. Um, I was about to say, this sounds oddly specific. It happened. <clears throat> so the reason I say that is because in the empire strikes back after fucking, uh, uh, Han gives Luke the heave ho into the dead Tauntaun. He's like, I'm going to mm-hmm. get the, I'm going to get the shelter started. And then he pulls out what looks like a can. And I always, mm-hmm. as a kid was like, Oh, he's got a tent in that can. So I think that's it. And I think you go and you have your little fucking laptop case full of t- slim gems and other assorted snacks like Luke had on Dagobah. I was going to say the other time I see camping stuff in star Wars is when Luke is on Dagobah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, and he, he pulls out the choco stick. Yep, and he he takes you take that little portable battery that he's got R two D two hooked up to. You know yep. what I mean? You, you yep. Fucking plug in your hollow projector. Maybe you watch a little fucking hollow porn like in this the holiday special. I told you guys I was going to use canon sources to back this argument up. <clears throat> um, you know what movie I could write? I could write a Star Wars movie about the star Wars equivalent of the boy scouts, but it would just be like a ripoff of, um, stand by me mixed with, uh, my experiences out as a boy scout. So there'd be like, you know, a moment where like a couple of the star Wars boy scouts blow up a turd with a star Wars firecracker <laughs> and shit, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Where, where that would be cool. Where one of the fucking Star Wars Boy Scouts gets gets caught smoking Marlboro Reds in the woods, and then all the Boy Scouts get to sit around in a circle and watch him polish off the pack in one sitting. <laughs> oh my goodness, that poor kid was probably sick as a dog. Watch one of the like the all the Star Wars Boy Scouts would sit around and watch the real dumb Star Wars Boy Scout try to walk on hot coals, and have to have to get taken to the fucking nurse's office and then ambulanced away. You never see him for the rest of summer camp. He shows up with gauze on his feet to the next boy scout meeting. Oh no, that sounds terrible. There'd be one of the star Wars boy scouts that named Timmy who was obsessed with fucking public nudity and would always walk out of his tent early in the morning with a fucking half chub butt ass naked and everybody like Timmy put some fucking clothes on man you make us uncomfortable next up we got an email from Allison I'm so sorry hi Lucasfilm <laughs> Lucasfilm was planning to release a Star Wars film in 2023 however unless the Taika Watiti movie is a lot further along in production than we've heard it probably won't be ready by then do you think they would screen some of the previous movies or so some select episodes of their streaming shows in theaters in place of a new movie? I haven't gotten a chance to see any of the movies on the big screen except The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, and I would love to see more. May the Force be with you, Allison. Oh. So, I legit- That would be cool. It would be cool. I legitimately kind of wonder if they'll end up delaying the fourth Indiana Jones movie to that slot on the release schedule. Um, Cause Indiana Jones is supposed to come out next summer. And if there's not going to be a star Wars movie, then I wonder if they'll move it. Um, I guess we'll see. I'm hoping what she proposed that the Taika movie is a lot further along in pre-production and stuff that we do still yeah. get a movie next year. 
Yeah, that would be great. What I'm hoping is she gets the best of both worlds. And because everybody's so hyped up about a new Star Wars movie, they start showing some of the other movies and theaters in the lead up. That would be a great way to build hype. I would go. I say that, but I had the opportunity to go to like the marathons they were doing leading up to like you could go to a, a, a theater and watch all six episodes and then watch uh, 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 The Force Awakens right at midnight or whatever. Oh, and wow. That I don't know that I got that in me anymore. But if they spread it out, yeah, spread it out, make it manageable, you know? That would be enjoyable. You know, like I you said, so. I don't know that I could do the whole marathon, but it would definitely be cool to, you know, try to do it in chunks. I wish they would do, because they did it in some places where they did like a big event for the last episode of Obi-Wan and showed it in theaters. Right. I wish they did that a little more, like made that a little more accessible, like, but did it in more places is what I mean. Because I would, in a heartbeat, go see, you know, the season finale of Andor or mandalorian season three so on and so forth i would absolutely go do that if it was playing anywhere near us and and it wasn't yeah. like just special events right i think that would be really it would cool. be awesome i would do the same i mean you know now that i have kids i can't really hang out at the theater as much as i would have liked but yeah if i were a single man we'd be doing it big time you know what else would be cool uh uh, uh the siege of mandalore from the seventh season of clone wars that would be cool Ooh, to that see would in a be theater. Cool. That really would. That would be awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I hope they do. I don't know. Like, it sucks. I, I, I just wish it was easier to go watch a Star Wars movie at the theater. And I don't mean, like, a new one. Yes, I'd be excited for that. But, like, it'd be cool if it was easier to just be like, oh, shit. I want to go watch Empire Strikes Back at the theater. I want to go watch The Last Jedi. I want to go watch Solo. Whatever. you Pick your poison. And it not have to be like, well, I don't know. What's the money in that? Can I open a theater that just plays Star Wars movies? Ooh, that would be a cool idea. Maybe if I win the that lottery. That would be cool. You know the budget theater that turned into the real budget theater close to my house? Yeah, you could turn it into just yep. like the Star Wars theater. I'm gonna, uh, if I and ever win the lottery, right? All different kind of Star Wars content. I'm going to fucking gut that place. You know what I mean? Like, take yep. it down to the studs. Put new high-tech, like the best of the best theaters, the best, the, the nice seats and shit. The yeah. that arcade area in the front. It's We're getting rid of all of those games, and it's only going to be Star Wars arcade games and Star Wars pinball games, right? The best oh, be quality cool. snacks. Best quality snacks. And Sody Pops. You know what I mean? All we yep. play is Star Wars and Bloodsport every now and then. Oh, and that's Stand cool. By Me and Almost Famous. And Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors. <laughs> and Big Trouble in Little Just, China. Oh. Man, all of these sound amazing. <laughs> I would live at that theater. Uh, yeah, I would too. And I mean, it's a total money pit. That's why I got to, like, I can't make this my legitimate business idea, right? Like, I can't actually invest. But if I had fuck off money, like, yeah, get away with like slapping a, somebody with a Chicago glizzy money. Whew. Yeah. Yeah. It would totally be like your passion project. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then get that bored with cool. it. Be in there and fucking playing 
Fortnite on the big movie screen talking about embarrassing kids when I'm really coming in 18th and shit. That's what we call yeah, it. Yeah, you that's, placed. <laughs> that's what we call a full circle bit, you guys. That's how it's done. That's why we get the listeners. Bringing it back around. Uh, thanks for recording with me this week, buddy. Dude, thank you for recording with me. Sure. You know I love doing this. Yeah, I know. So, listen, guys. If you haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It helps other people find us and helps other people discover that we're not from them. But you know what? That just makes your community even more exclusive. You get to fucking hold your nose up in the air. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be like, I'm part of a real exclusive community. The people that will listen to an hour and six minutes, 40 seconds of these dudes. The one dude has been on a tear lately. There's something up. Um, you can also, if you're really, so like you say to yourself, man, I've already left a review. Can you stop harping about it? Well, have you checked out Stone Cobra on iTunes, Spotify, or at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com? There's a band that we're kind enough to provide our Star Wars podcast award winning theme music, by the way, had to bring that award out of the fucking closet and dust it off. You know what I mean? Mm hmm. You should check them out. You should also check out High Potion, where Steve and I, if there's one thing we do, it's serious video game discussions where there's no doo-doo or feces involved, okay? Nope. Not one ounce. So Not a drop. We'll see you guys next week. Um, until then, like, Keep sleep. If you're around with, if you're around Eric Strother, sleep with one eye open, gripping your pillow tight. We'll see you guys then. Roll of paper towel clothes. Yeah, maybe like a wet wipe, even depending. You know, you know. Absolutely. So, we'll see you guys next week. This has been Blue Harvest. I'm Hall's Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. May the force be with us.